Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Vivian and Rowena. Hello. (laughs) Hello. So for this week's episode, with it being Lunar New Year and reaching the end of the first month of 2022, we wanted to have a casual check-in with each other and invite you guys into our conversation of reminiscing childhood and the innate creative desires that we have as humans. I'm going to talk a little bit about a recent book that I've been reading and how that has sparked reflections on how You'll never truly know the impact that you might have on others just by being and living your life, as well as Rowena feeling overwhelmed with gratitude to the point of feeling reborn. So we have a lot of fun, juicy, interesting things that we're going to talk about today. With that being said, we are currently back in our bi-coastal cities. I am in sunny California in Los Angeles. Rowena has been back in New York for the last month. I know it's snowing right now. How has it been since being back in New York City? Well, there's a blizzard that just passed. Maybe it's still here. And I feel like it's very symbolic of January for Rowena, even though, I don't know, even though it was snowing down hard, there's still beauty in there where I felt like since coming back to New York, this past month honestly felt like a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for as busy and hectic as it was, maybe because I'm a year older, maybe because I'm starting to set better systems for myself, I'm surprisingly not as burnt out or not okay as I thought I'd be or like as I usually would be had my schedule been like as hectic. So overall, it's been a whirlwind and I feel like it's collectively been similar, whether it is with work, whether it is with personal life. I think we're all collectively going through a lot of things right now Mm -hmm. from like a cosmic perspective. I think things are shifting for the better. But yeah, it's been it's been wild. A lot has been going on. But the good news is Rowena is like she has it together. She's together. She's making time for herself. She's opting to go home earlier and to do work the next day because work is always going to be there. But her mental health may not (laughs) if she doesn't take care of it. That's so great to hear. And for those of you who don't know, Rowena has a lot on her plate. She has so many different projects (laughs) going on. She has, you know, her Beauty Within channel, her own YouTube channel. 
She launched a new podcast, and there are so many new surprises that she has in the works as well for this year. So hearing that after three, four weeks of being back in New York and hustling and, you know, getting back on your grind but not feeling burnt out and sounding very grounded, it's great to hear, especially since we did do like a Reflections episode together earlier on. Thank you. How has your 2022 been? I think January has flown by super fast. And similar to what you're saying, I feel like overall there has been a shift of energy. I feel more optimistic and positive than I have in previous months. I don't know if it's because it's a new year or maybe everything that led up to the end of 2021 has just helped me feel more at ease and just positive in general with everything that's happening. So this week is actually Lunar New Year and I saw my family yesterday. Lunar New Year has always been something that has brought my entire family together and in the past few years with the pandemic it's been harder to find that family time. So being able to come together and kind of do all the traditional things that we used to do, you know, eat the foods or do the red envelopes. It has made me reflect a lot and like reminisce on childhood and what that was like growing up. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've been feeling like I miss being a kid, being free and playful and not really caring too much about anything, maybe not having responsibilities. As we get older, I think we forget to play and we forget to have that like childlike wonder where you're just curious and you ask all these questions. And when you think back to being a child, is there a specific memory that comes to mind that you're like, ah, this is it? When I think about childhood, I think about growing up with my three cousins. I think about summertime, how every day we would wake up and play. Like we would play pretend, just make up all these games to play. We'd play with like rocks in the backyard. I don't know. Like We didn't grow up with like gaming systems or like actual <laughs> toys and games. We like just made believe with our imagination. But I think like that is what I think of when I think of childhood, like me and my three cousins just playing every day and swimming in the backyard. No, I think that's actually what's missing in childhood these days of the younger generation, where your time is not constantly preoccupied by a smartphone or by social media apps you actually have time to be curious and to be imaginative and create worlds in your own head and in each other's head and be able to explore i guess your imagination in ways that with the phone now is just there there's not really many things to play pretend on your phone with even like nowadays for us being older it's very rare to wake up and be like Hmm, I have the full day today. What do I want to do? How do I want to spend my time? I feel like a lot of times when I think about my days, a lot of it is in my head, thinking about the next thing I need to do or plans for the future, the next month, or then thinking yes. about the past, never really being present. Mm -hmm. When you're a kid, you just wake up and you're like consumed by the things that you see in front of you. I remember when I was maybe in elementary school, me and my three cousins, we each had our own teddy bear. We somehow decided to 
throw on a talent show. Again, right? It's like you use your imagination. These bears were the stars of the talent show. And I had my parents' camcorder and recorded the entire thing. So we had like sets. We had music playing. Someone was in charge of the boombox. And then we would have our bears dance. And then we would stop the camera and record the next set. But I just like think about that. And it's so precious. Yeah. I don't know, like, do kids do that nowadays? I feel like everyone is on their iPads and Mm -hmm. watching shows, TV, I don't know. Maybe there's an element of that because I think even with TikTok, no matter what we think of it and how bad I think it is, you're still sort of documenting in a way and it is making you creative, even if it's thinking within certain constraints. But I actually did the same thing with my cousins (laughs) growing up. We had eight or nine of us. We'd come together every summer because that time I lived in Taiwan, so summers were also very precious. I remember my one of my cousins specifically was like, summer doesn't officially begin until Ro and Clement come back from Taiwan. And we would also do talent shows for our parents. We'd act. We'd like reenact Rush Hour 1213. My girl cousin and I, we create our own theme park. We create our own classroom. We create our own tickets and like, you know, little checklists for our students and everything. Yeah. Those were the days. Those really were the days. Now it's like you wake up, you're like, I don't even have time to think (laughs) about that or like think about doing any of these things. Yeah, it reminds me that we're all such creative creatures. We all have this innate desire to create. And I think in almost every occupation, even the very mundane routine ones, there's still a sense of creation in it, whether you're creating a process or something like that. You have to like use your your creative juices to come up with something different or innovative or just using your imagination to do that. And I, I miss doing that for fun. How would you say... Or how are you thinking of incorporating more of that into your adult life now that you've made this connection or like a reconnection to these childhood memories? I think creating things for myself will probably be like the starting point. So whether it's like using my hands to do ceramics or actually baking, I started baking this week and I feel like maybe that was what sparked this like playfulness I feel like baking is really fun you know like you get to mix all these ingredients together and at the very end you have this final product and you eat it and it's all tasty and it looks pretty <laughs> uh, so yeah I think finding more ways to do things with my hands similar to what you mentioned actually but carving out time to do that since you've been working a lot have you been able to find time to do creative things or relax? Ways to just stay grounded through all of your work? I will say I went ham with time blocking on my Google Calendar to the point where it's like a rainbow smattering of, to me, it's very beautiful things because it's like all pastel colors. So I did purposely block out times in the evening, maybe once or twice a week for row time. And then on Saturdays, the whole day is blocked off for row day. Usually I work through the weekends, even if it's a couple hours here and there. It just because you're working, you can't stop thinking about work. And even on days where I do take time off I'm still thinking about work but thinking about work and actually doing work and thinking about work is different thankfully because I've had a far more structured 
day even just to like be able to visually see what I think I should be doing and what my ideal schedule looks like I've been able to stick with it a lot better so I've been making more time to meditate I've been making more time to read and to exercise qigong so I feel like that is the foundation of what keeps me grounded there are some days where I do stay later in work but then on other evenings I'll just come home earlier and just clean I'll just tidy I had a very vivid memory this was Thursday night. I came home early. I was procrastinating. I should have probably worked on a video, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to come home. I came home to a 95% clean apartment. So I tidied for maybe five minutes and I sat there and I was like, whoa, I haven't had time to think about what I want to do in the past three, four weeks since I've been back. And this kind of goes back to what you're saying about now that we're older, our days are so filled that we don't really have time to be fully present and, you know, do the things that we want to do. Although I haven't dabbled as much with the creative things, I'm really hoping to include more of that. I have made time to watch one drama, Our Beloved Summer. It's very sweet. We can talk about that later because Rowena can go on for days. It's actually really cool because I remember talking to you like a month or two ago when we were just starting the podcast and I think both of us felt very scattered in just our organizations of our own personal lives and a month into the new year, I can feel a huge difference in how calm and how stable and secure you feel right now in just where you are, given that I also know how hard you've been working the last three weeks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like you're anywhere near burnout. And so it's really cool to be able to see how you've implemented these things to help yourself, you know, after learning what has worked, what hasn't worked, and seeing it work out for so far a month, which is something to be proud of. (laughs) Thanks, Viv. Have you been making time for things that help you feel grounded and calm and happy? Yeah, so I started reading the last like 20 minutes of my day. And I remember watching one of your videos a long time ago. Even if you're able to read 10 minutes a day, that will build up over time. So I started reading. I am in the middle of reading this book called Midnight Library. I'm going to try not to spoil anything, but essentially what this book is about is the protagonist is about to die. She is presented with this opportunity to live out different versions of her life if she had made a different choice. And it made me think about how a lot of us will think about what would have happened if I chose this major instead? What would have happened if I chose to move across the country? What if I left my hometown? All of these what-if scenarios, maybe I would be happier, maybe I would have more friends, maybe things would be different, I'd be more successful. What you kind of learn as she experiences these different outcomes is that no matter what life you end up living, there are always challenges and struggles that come with that life like there's never a situation where if you make that one decision differently that you would end up with a perfect life and that in the end you live a meaningful life when you are able to learn from your own experiences and overcome the hard times and the challenges and experience that growth and that progress I think like that becomes what makes life worth living being able to experience that in it of itself is meaningful you know I think a lot of times we or at least myself I put a lot of pressure on I need to live a fulfilling life I need to be intentional and Mm -hmm. purposeful and 
everything has to feel fulfilling. But in the end, I end up not really, I'm not really present or enjoying that process or I forget to enjoy that process. And so reading this book has kind of helped shift perspectives a little bit. It's not a self-help book, but in a way it kind of feels like it. Maybe I'm just interpreting it all this way because I'm Vivian. (laughs) No, but I feel like that's the beauty of fiction books, right? Because self-help, it's very directly telling you here are the methods and here are the systems and here are the frameworks of what you can do. But I think the reason why movies and shows and fictional books can also be very helpful is that instead of telling you directly, they're showing you through other characters. And it's kind of like you're learning with the characters as they develop, as they kind of go through their life and figure these things out and come to their own learnings. It's a beautiful thing. I actually have it in my Audible because James listened to it. So maybe I should listen to it too. Yeah, you should listen to it. I'm almost done with it. Something else that kind of came out of the book for me was you never know the impact that you can make on someone else just by living and being you. And I think maybe this thought came to me because it is the week of Lunar New Year. And usually when this week comes, I think a lot about my family and my parents. And at least for me, like my parents' generation, a lot of them work to, you know, put food on the table and living a quote, meaningful, purposeful, trying to make an impact on the world, that feels more like... What is that? (laughs) Yeah, like an our generation thing or maybe just an our bubble sort of thing. And what I realized is that when I think about my friends and what they're doing, a lot of times the inspiration comes from my mom was my biggest role model. My grandma sacrificed all of this, so I want to become a doctor to XYZ. You know, like the impact that these people have on our lives are so great in a way that they will maybe never understand. It made me think about how I will never understand the impact that I might have on other people. And so to be able to just wake up every day, try to be the best person that you can be and trust that, like have faith in this bigger picture. I don't know if I'm describing this right, but I think a a good example maybe is like your brother through knowing you over the past few years. He has been a core foundational part of who you've become as a person and the kind of impact that you want to leave on this world and a huge part of it was because of him you know what I mean yeah, no, no, you I- just never know like you might end up having kids that go out and do the things that you've never dreamt of doing but you played a huge part in their lives just by being and trying your best Of course, like family is a big thing too, but also just imagine the impact you have on a stranger passing by, walking down the street, in a coffee shop. You never know how far one smile can go, Yeah, especially if someone's having a bad day. And like there's all these stories of people honestly considering to not live anymore. But then this one stranger did something very kind and then that kind of redeemed everything for them or made them like, wait, no, like this is actually worth fighting for just from something as simple as a smile. So I feel I'm like tearing up talking about these things. But yeah, I think the way that you worded it too was so beautiful. I don't know what you said because I'm bad at regurgitating or like memorizing words. But the way that you said it about impact and how we'll never know, it's like, it's so beautiful. There was a quote that 
I liked from the book, it is quite a revelation to discover that the place you wanted to escape to is the exact same place you escaped from, that the prison wasn't the place, but the perspective. And that resonated so much with me. Whenever I feel sad or I'm in a rut or I'm going through a season of just wanting to escape, I want to move to New York. I want to move to Italy. You know, I just want to get as far away from this place as possible and like live a different life. I know that it doesn't really matter where I end up. The person is the same. Like I am the same. So unless I have changed, that experience is still going to be the same. Mm -hmm. You see that in this character where she's going through all of these different lives, but it's the same. If you don't change your perspective, your mindset, how you approach your life, the feelings are going to be there if it's unprocessed. Wow. That quote. I'm going to I'm for sure going to listen to the book, if not read it. Wow. I feel like that also hits such a deep chord within Rowena, as you know. Because right, you moved to New York. <laughs> Expert escapist. For as much as I moved to New York for work and to whatever, like, for sure trying to escape myself. <laughs> but then I've been here all along. Do you still feel like you're escaping from LA, though? I feel like a lot of time has passed. Oh, yeah. Since. Yeah, I think so much time has passed that what you're trying to escape from has absolutely caught up to me by now. Me being here now is just this is where I feel I need to be versus I don't want to be where I was. And I think it's a very different mentality. But I honestly think if you're a relatively introspective person and you reflect and you try to work on yourself with time, you'll be able to work through some of these things that seem insurmountable or that seem like you'll never be able to see the other side. You can keep trying to run, but it will catch up to you at some point. Usually when that happens, it's because you're ready to yeah. take it on. I mean, this is exactly what Mama Tai, my mom, told me when I wanted to go to Europe after graduating. She's like, Rowena, I know you're looking for something. Whatever you're looking for, if you can't find it here, you're not going to be able to find it anywhere else. <laughs> I'm like, damn, okay, mom. <laughs> Mama Sai is a very, very wise lady. Let me live. <laughs> She's always dropping those, what are they called, like Chinese? Idioms, yeah. Oh man, wait, I need to read something to you. This is actually something, so it's so cute. James, my boyfriend, just had lunch with my mom and my cousins. Aww. Cousin is, his heart is aching a little. Aww. So my mom said him this. This is hilarious. You, you're going to lose it. So my mom basically spent most of lunch giving my cousin uh, dating advice. One thing she said, the difference between a girlfriend and a wife is vision. <laughs> Wait, I don't think I... I don't get it, but I also get it. You know, it's like, I don't get it, but like it makes sense, you know? Oh my gosh. I should hang out with your mom. I know. Your mom was the first friends parents who I ever hung out with solo I like Aww. hung out with Rowena's mom and that was when I knew this was a different kind of friendship that I can go and like <laughs> hang out with your mom solo yeah. without Rowena oh so cute uh -huh. yeah she's the best but yeah I think going back to what you're saying of living out every one of your lives for you to learn that no matter what life you're living you still face the same Maybe not the same challenges, but there's always going to be challenges. As humans, we suffer. Like, we're literally designed to suffer. But it's kind of like the book that we both read, Man's Search for Meaning, 
where it is through suffering where you can find meaning. And it's if you're able to find meaning through your suffering, that is like the pinnacle <laughs> of the meaning of life. <laughs> I think it's like that moment where you realize that you have the option to choose your perspective. Mm -hmm. That potential to choose is empowering enough for you to take the next step whether it's just another mental step it's knowing that you can choose something internally to move one step further that in and of itself becomes meaningful enough to move towards whatever that end goal is for you at that time yeah well this book it's been a nice read i think it was maybe trending last year i heard about it last year but it's just been a nice way to start off 2022, remembering that it's all perspective. It's all in your head, how you choose to view your life, how grateful you are, you know, and just stopping to take that time for yourself to reflect every day is can be very helpful. If anyone has similar amazing fictional reads, please send us emails and we'll talk about it more on our podcast because I feel like we both are natural fiction fiction readers no <laughs> no i am not i like the very direct <laughs> this is how you get better <laughs> logic 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 i just realized something we either read fictional books or we read these books where people are about to die and they come to all these realizations <laughs> because it's the same with tuesdays with marie when breathford comes air yeah the last lecture there's all of these really beautiful books even mitch albums other two books the five people you meet in heaven and the next yeah. person you meet in heaven it's so good and the takeaway may be similar or like the takeaway may be different but like the context is the same yeah, I, I actually felt like I was reborn a few days ago. <laughs> really? Like, this is so random. Please tell us more. <laughs> I had one of the most physically and mentally challenging shoots that I've ever had last week. And after the shoot, I just felt like I was like, I felt like I was floating. I don't know how I got home. I just like floated home. And then I got in my elevator. My elevator went up. It opened. It said the floor of my whatever floor I was going to. And I was just like, oh, interesting. This is where I live. I floated down my hallway. I opened my door. I saw my apartment. I was like, oh, wow, this is where I live. I just felt like I reverted back to it's like what we we're saying earlier. I reverted back to a child and I was able to see the world through such childlike wonder and such gratitude. I literally was thinking to myself, what in the world did I do? either in my past life or this current life, for me to deserve the life that I'm currently living. Mm -hmm. I was just so grateful and present and also still floaty because <laughs> I was still like trying to come back. In that moment, I realized that in previous years, I would think things like this almost every other day just because I was in such a grateful state. For like as grounded as I may be, for as calm as I may be, there's still different levels of that mm -hmm. this really was what helped ground and maybe that's why i'm this calm because i was able to experience that and then remind myself that you are put on this earth 
to do the things that you've been doing to like help people don't get caught up on things that don't matter don't get caught up on wanting to have more just for the sake of having more when you already have all of these wonderful beautiful things around you be it like where you live be it friends and family boyfriend like all of these things i just think it was a very humbling and grounding moment that i haven't experienced in a really long time i feel like that was a beautiful moment that the universe presented to you to be like Hmm. hold up one second we're gonna bring this moment to you and we're gonna let you feel it in like a very powerful way Mm -hmm. and taking a few steps back to let it sink in is probably what made all the difference so i know like a lot of times we preach not we but people are like oh write a gratitude list every morning three things you're grateful for and i i just know like when i tried doing that i know it helps but there's a difference between like really really letting it soak in a lot of times for me it's like when you're in nature i really feel it then i think you can also experience that in your own home really taking that moment to take a deep breath in and letting your life sink in for a moment and being like wow i have a lot (laughs) there's a so much beauty around me there's so much to be grateful for and to like give thanks to that as you're talking it just reminded me that it's not only these moments because like you can think of these moments as like singular things of the universe granted or gifted me this moment But as you said, it's also it's what you were doing before that and then how you take what happened and move forward with it. Because I think the universe is constantly telling us many things, reminding us many things. If leading up to it, you're not in an open accepting state, you're just going to like, like (laughs) swat it away like, oh, okay, whatever. This doesn't mean anything to me. Rather than actually being able to sit with it and be like, oh, wow, this is such a gift. And then that also ties in with this feeling that I've been feeling time as a concept time as an actual thing I feel like it's just moving so fast I go to work I do one thing it's time to go home I lay down and I'm back at work (laughs) and then every day is just like I wouldn't really say it's a hamster wheel because I think that's like a different analogy but I just feel like time is not slowing down at this point you either just keep up with it or you I don't know like I was gonna say you fall behind I don't think you fall behind as we're saying earlier, cosmically, I think we're all in a more optimistic state. I don't know why that also feels like time is moving so much faster. It almost feels like right now for me that I'm like on this ride and it's an enjoyable ride, but it's like moving and I it's not that I don't want it to stop or it can't stop, but I just feel like things are shifting in general. When you're talking about these books where like death is presented to you, I don't know, somehow both of those things mushed together in my mind I feel like I am constantly thinking about death not in a sad fearful way but that it is there and there is this finite time we have and so as time passes in this way for me it's it's like finding that balance of moving with what is supposed to happen and what is meant to be and the direction that you're being pulled to go towards. But at the same time, how do you hone in and stay grounded in that movement? There's still this space for presence and groundedness that almost helps you enjoy that entire process. Like you're able to watch Mm -hmm. yourself move forward and watch time pass by Mm -hmm. without blinking and then it's all gone. Buddha. You're like a monk. And that's kind of where I feel like I am right now. <laughs> to get there, Viv, I think takes skills. 
<laughs> so give yourself a pat on the back because I think that's amazing. Overall, I feel like having this casual chit chat with you has helped me stay grounded as we progress in 2022 and remember things like being grateful, shifting your perspective. You're actually in control of these parts of your life, continuing to ride the wave of life as it presents these obstacles or opportunities while being present. This is nice. This is a great combo. Yeah. Learned a lot about my friend. And I hope you guys learned a lot from our conversation too. <laughs> this is actually like a very good sample of what our conversations are normally like. Yeah. This is like a real conversation between Vivian and Ro where it's like unscripted. There's no like topic at hand. Yeah. Being able to share that is really cool. And also, please let us know if you'd like more of these episodes, if you like more Q&As, if you like more advice columns, whichever it is that you prefer, you can drop us a DM at Voice Hugs Podcast on Instagram or shoot us an email at hello at voicehugspodcast.com. Hope everyone has a great Lunar New Year and a great start to their February. We will see you guys in the next episode. Voice hugs. Voice hugs. Voice hugs.